Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to another broadcast of Real Talk All the Time here on Real Talk Radio Number 17 with your hosts, myself, H.J. Morgan, D.S. Rivers, Rob Hall, and Hadari. The call in, guys. Don't forget, it's 347 637 3010. And uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Yo, doing good. I'm doing good, doing good. Happy to be here. And Everybody listening in. That's right. That's right. No doubt. No doubt. So once again, folks, this episode is called "Relationships: The Ups and Downs and In Betweens." Uh, this is part two of a segment we'll be continuing actually uh, every uh, every once a month. There was such a resounding uh, rave reviews and enthusiasm from it from our listeners that we decided to do more segments like this. Um, before we do that, I want to share a, a real quick, off-topic, funny story, man. Um, I'm gonna call this uh, the Subway Chronicles. Uh, once again, <laughs> on the way home from work, you know, again, just getting back to the city. Sometimes you have to get used to certain things, you know, your behavior, your mannerisms, and in this case, some of the strange smells that often ooh, ooh. waft in the area of your nose when you're in the subway. Uh, I get onto the subway this evening, and apparently, and you know, God bless, it was a homeless lady who smelled like she took a bath, a urine bath. And, uh, Ooh. you know, I, as I'm sitting on this car, now, I always say this, I'm not making mockery, but what happens is, you know, we all, you know, the average person is just a paycheck away from being homeless. I never, you know, poke fun or anything like that at homeless people, but the the, the stench uh, this lady was so strong, man. You know how sometimes sometimes something stinks so bad that after a while it stops stinking and you think it's over with, but then you take a deep breath and it's stinking again? That, that's how it was. So, you know, I'm, I'm on the express, and uh, so I'm like, okay, let me wait to the next stop, and I'm going to jump into the next car, right? So, you know, that, we slide into the next station. You know, I said, I can't take this no more. So I jump into the next car. And lo and behold, there's no AC in this car. Ooh, so now oh. I went from stinking to now it's hot as hell. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm like, yeah. damn, so now I'm in this next car, and I'm like, damn, now it's hot. And I mean sauna hot in this car. And again, you know, oh. since I'm on the express, I have to uh, wait until this bad boy stops, which is another 10 minutes Ooh. maybe. I lost about five pounds, and that's how bad it was, until I can go ahead and escape into the next car. So now I jump into the next car. That one's crowded as hell, people on top of each other, anything like that. And uh, lo and behold, as I'm standing next to this one this one dude, I look down at his feet, and he's wearing some type of high-heel uh, 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 flip-flops with feathers all over them. Oh, and he's dressed regular. He's, you can't make this up. He's dressed regular, but he has these high heel flip flops with feathers on him. So I said, what the hell? I mean, you know, I felt like Dante, like I had walked through all nine circles of hell, 
in the last like damn two to two to five minutes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, you know, this, you can't make this kind of stuff up. So, you know, that's my welcome to being back in the city and, and doing the city thing again. Wow. It has been interesting to date, I must say. But uh, let, let's get into this into this relationship thing. <laughs> I had a young lady by the name of Sheila reach out to me recently okay. with a very interesting, interesting uh, scenario. And uh, she asked me to bring this up on the show and to talk okay. to you guys. And I want some ladies who are listening to please call in. I want your opinions too on this. We're gonna set it off with this. Um, the young lady's been married, excuse me, about 15 years. Mm-hmm. She has five kids, and she mm. says that the entire 15 years, her husband has done nothing but beat it up, and beat it up, mm-hmm. and beat it up. All right. Now she gets the business. She says three times a day, damn near every day, and she says uh-huh. that she's not feeling it no more. Now. Mind Whoa. you, I, I I did mention to her, like, you know what? You know, I, I, I playing the devil's advocate, I said, you know, you should feel yourself lucky and blessed because a lot of a lot of dudes are hitting everybody but their wife. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's one of them issues where, you know, yeah, what you're complaining about. Now, however, she says that they don't talk, there's no conversation in the house, there's no, you know, none of that other stuff going on. He just beats it up. I mean, in fact, she said it got so bad, she, he used to come to her job and come get newness. So what? you know, yeah, she said she she gets the business like Ooh. that, and she said it's been fifteen years worth. She said she, she doesn't feel no like getting romantic. She doesn't Ooh. feel like getting romantic with dude or nothing like that. She just yeah. she's basically she wants out. Um, okay. she said she asked some some older people about it, and they said that the, the husband's addicted to sex. And when Ooh. she's and when she, and when he's not beating it up, he's watching porn all the time. So oh, she asked me to bring uh, this up. And I'm going to share that. You know, I brought it up to you guys. I'm going to go around the room here. I'm going to start off with you, D.S. What is it? Because like, at this mm. point, she wants a divorce. She don't want to be bothered with no more. And uh, right. she's done. She's kind of sexed right. out with this dude. So mm-hmm. I, I want to share that with you guys and our listeners. Uh, does she have an issue? Should yes. she count her blessings and be glad that he only wants to hit her? Or mm. or what? What's, what, what, mm-hmm. what's your guys' opinion on that? Wow, you would come my way first, right? I know. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, so at, yeah. <laughs> at first, all right, now at first when you said, you know, she's catching it um, on a rag three, four, five right. times a day. And when, you, when when you first said that, I'm like, okay, so what's she complaining about? But right, then that's as, what everybody as, would as, say. As, as, ooh, yeah, ooh, and then as, as, as the story develops, you're like, yo, you know, when, when he's not trying to get it, he's watching porn and not – the brother's sick. I'm, I'll be honest. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, wow. I'm, yeah. I'm wow. you know, I'm, 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 I like sex like everybody else. But <laughs> you know, and then sometimes, I mean, you know, admittedly, sometimes I get in my groove where I'm like, yeah, okay, three, four, maybe five times a day. My wife's looking real good. I'm with that. However, right. uh-huh. however, you got to take time for that mental break. I'm assuming this dude right. has is, is completely consumed now with sex. Um, right, and right. to be and be quite honest with you, if he's hitting it, or if he's getting it five times a day, or somewhere in you know average three and a half, four, okay, and he's watching porn all the time, I'm sorry to say, but he's probably not just doing her because it sounds like this brother is addicted. Uh, yeah. Well, you well, know, she mentioned to me that according to him, he's been having sex since the age of nine. Now, mind you, I want to bring this up also is that uh, he he um that's her first. She met him straight out of high school, married him, 
That was her first sexual experience. Uh-huh. So that's right. something else I want to throw out no there. Provide. If it has any, you know, no another another added uh, uh, yeah, line nah. to that story. But uh, Rob, what do you think, man? What's, what's your thoughts on that? For one, I have to agree with D right out the gate. It sounds like my man has some other issues going on. And all right, you talking about 15 years deep, and now they have five kids. So quite right. naturally, um, he might be out there. I'm not saying that he is. And as far as your girl Sheila, the only thing I can say is this. I mean, you're talking about. I, I, I wonder if she's getting any kind of enjoyment out of it because I'm saying he's coming to the. It job doesn't sound like she is. She yeah. she can't be. She wouldn't be saying what yeah. she's saying. It doesn't sound like she is. She just you know again. There's no in, there's no real romance or intimacy. In fact. She said that mm-hmm. she wants to leave dude, and she said, you know, be with somebody else. And occasionally, mm-hmm. now, this is, now this, is the, this, is the, this is the double-edged sword. She said occasionally okay. she might go back to him and get a little bit every now and again. But other than wow. that, she don't have nothing to do with him no more. But uh, that's, my opening, that's my opening scenario this evening. Okay. okay. I, I guess for me personally, if she exhausted all the possibilities, she had a conversation with a man and said, hey, look. You know, this is going too far left. Talk with this cat right. where his head is at. And now if all the possibilities have been exhausted, then you have to do, you know, different measures. That's that's my thing. I, I'm, I'm well, saying I'm, have a conversation with us. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree, Rob. I'm going to say, I mean, because, okay, we're talking about, we're talking about they've been together for X amount of years. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they, there's five children. This dude is... It's, it's obviously a sickness. Now, good sex, or sex in itself, is one of the most powerful drugs known to man. Agree, right? Agree. And, and it sounds like sounds like this brother seriously has a problem. It's, I mean, he's he's a nymphomaniac, and right. and and you know, and it's it's easy it's easy for us as men, um, mm-hmm. to to just I mean to. I mean, we we talk about real talk right here. So it's easy for okay. us, for men. It's easy for men. I mean, we can get it in. But women, there's, there's got to be some eroticism. There's got to be some romance. Right, right. And, and, that's, you and, have that and that's the and, right, and that's the disconnect. I mean, because okay. at five times a day, he can't possibly. I mean, I'm the most imaginative brother I know, and he can't possibly <laughs> come up with five recipes yeah. a day, three sixty five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't do it. I right, can't right. do it. In respect, you know what I mean? Right. So I'm, I'm saying she got to have a conversation with bro and tell him, look, I'm not down with this no more. I'm not saying it has to be like she got to give in to him. I'm saying like she just has to say, yo, look, dude, what's really good? I'm saying I'm going up to your job. Oh, you coming up to my job. You trying to get a little quirky here and there. There ain't no conversation and you trying to smash all day long. I'm saying she needs right. to tell this cat what's on her mind and say, yo, look. I'm not down for these cookies no more. I need a little bit of romance and this, that, and other. We may have to get in character. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Throw on a couple of traps, <laughs> you know, break out the whiskey chain. I don't know. <laughs> something. Whatever you something like, to change it up. You know right. Get on, get on some mental sexuality or something. Yeah, change right, the game right. up. But I, I, I exactly. feel what he's coming up with it, though. I feel what he's coming right. up with it, though. I hear you. I hear you. Exactly. Well, check I mean, it out. Yeah, of course, the, the, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Morgan, you're so of course, the, the switchboards are off the hook again. Uh, every time Already? we do this topic, they light up. <laughs> Already, so Already. I got a caller Let's I'm going to get into who's been holding a long, long time. 
caller. Five seven three nine. Five seven three nine. I'm bringing in in about five seconds. Be ready. Five seven three nine. You're alive. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hello. Hello. Hey, how y'all doing? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? This is Chris, man, old friend from around the way. All right, what's going on, Chris? Yeah, what's up, y'all? I got an opinion on this. Now, we're talking the guy out. What's the consequence? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. I hear you now. Oh, okay. What's up, Rob D? All right. This is my opinion. What's the consequence? Maybe she's scared of the consequence if she says no. If she, like, puts puts the brakes on this dude and his appetites, maybe she's worried that he's going to go out and start doing something if he ain't already doing something, or he's going to leave her. So, you know, if she, you know, talking about I want to leave him and stuff, I mean, all she has to do is say no, and it might be a guaranteed thing. What do y'all think? Right. Right. Well, that's true too. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know what? I didn't. I didn't think of it that way either. That's a good point to bring up, Chris. Uh, if she does want out, she just she she can just you know close the you know close the uh, the uh, plumbing off and uh, right, you know shut, shut it down. down. Shut down. Okay. Shut. Uh-huh. Well, no, 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 not necessarily because there could be some other some other underlying tones and reason why she hadn't shut it off yet. I mean, you got to consider now. Let's let's think. Let's do the whole picture. She's got five children. So, dude could be helping her with the kids, if, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Not, see, that's not a complaint, though, D. I mean, I'm disagreeing here for a minute. I don't mean to cut uh-huh, you in uh-huh. there. But a complaint is about the dude, you know, wanting it four or five times a day and coming to a job and everything. The kids ain't the right. complaint. So, what is, you know, what can she, you know, if she does shut it down, what that would have to do with the children? You see what I'm saying? Hmm. Well, what that have to do it's, it's, it's got she a, might it's just got want to stay because, but she also might like the attention and just might be complaining, but like the attention I'm, all the same. Right, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with all that right. at all. What, what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, I mean, it's just, it's, I, use, I use the children as, 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 as just an, an objective. Could be other underlying okay. reasons why she hadn't cut off. Maybe, like you said, maybe it's the security. Maybe she likes the fact that she knows she got a man and, and this, that, the third. I'm not discounting that. But what it sounds like to me is when you you want it all day, you want sex all day, and turn around and you watching porn. Come on, man, we we're men on the phone. I'm sorry, this is real talk. You don't watch porn just to get ideas. You watching porns because you there's some there's a need that you need to fix. I don't, I don't know if you got all the hand oh, lotions with you or not, but you're watching porn for a reason. Come on now. Let's keep it all the way, honey. You're yeah, okay, okay. So trying to get that you're right. That's, that's what, true, and I, I can understand that. You're trying to get your right. dig in there. I understand, but he might be being trying to be creative also. I'm not trying to stick Come up on. for the brother, but I'm just saying. You're watching that yeah, for a reason okay. now. Either you, yeah, if, true. I don't, I don't, how does it work? If you're going to sit there all day, smack on, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of stereo we are here, but, you know, if you're sitting there watching that all day and you think you're smacking your thing and then you got still got time for three or four three or four rounds, oh, yeah. well, this is some type of serious pill. Or, yeah. That's right. There's some blue, the blue, the blue, the blue, you know what I mean? Blue Yo. The blue hole. It's not like he's popping that blue pill. Oh, he's looking for some. You know, oh, he's looking for some ideas. Cause I mean, I'm, we all human. I mean, you know, you come did. on now. Here's the thing. I guess for me personally, my take on it is this: 
like my man Morgan said earlier, all right, you talk about they 15 years in deep. Now, I don't know if Shorty, Nina, Sheila was his first. She said that that was her first, and they 15 years in, and now you got five kids. So I don't know if my man is looking for some type of I mean, variety or whatever the case may be. That's why he's looking at porn. He's trying to get in four or five times, six times a day, whatever the case may be. Only thing I'm saying is, meaning Shorty should have a conversation with a man to find out where his head is at, you know what I'm saying, and and see what's good at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and yeah, then, too, we I, know, mean, and, and I think, too, we, we, we might need to look at the other side, too. Now, we're getting the story one-handed, and I'm not saying that, you know, right. uh, you know, Everything is, is, is peachy in her court because, of course, we're hearing one side of the story, and I'm not well, trying to true. insinuate anything. What I'm saying true. is, though, you know, there, there's, he could be trying to spice it up. You're right. He could be like, right. yo, you know, uh, you know, five times a day because it's that good. I don't know. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, but, I, don't well, I mean, the end-all, well, the end-all be-all, yeah. and we're going to wrap up this particular topic in a second here. I got another call about to bring right. in a few minutes. But, all right. but all right. the end-all be-all is that she's ready to tap out now. Let me ask you fellas this. Let me mm-hmm. ask you fellas this. Uh-huh. Suppose, okay. just suppose, okay. she actually gave him a pass and said, listen, I, I need a break. You go ahead and handle your business where you need to handle it, but just bring it home when you need to, you know, when you're supposed to bring it home. Would that would that affect the relationship adversely, or would it help it, or what? We may. Well, you just um, gave us permission to do what we want to do. <laughs> you know, I don't okay. think that that ain't a solution. That's not a solution. <laughs> some guys, some guys have it in their head that you know, once a girl would say something like that, they they got permission to do whatever they want to do out there because yeah. she told them to. Or, or so that ain't a solution. No, yeah. oh, okay. That's not a good look. Okay. I'm a I mean, you know, like I said, she should she should be a little pleased. You know, after five kids, he still want to get, and he wants to hit the gas pedal at this time. Hey, yeah. you know, ain't, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I say more power to him. That's that's what okay. I say. Okay. 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 Good perspective. Okay. No doubt. All right. Interesting. You know what I mean? I'll give you two right. analogies. Basketball. Go ahead. <laughs> with your girl, Evelyn. You know what I'm saying, Ev, and then take um, what was it, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. She gave old right. homeboy a pass. You know what I'm saying. You saw how that outcome came. My thing is this: <laughs> if you utilize certain verbiage, and especially for men, men take that and they run with it long distance. I ain't talking about a short run. You know what I'm saying. You know, doing a 100 sprint and that's this and that and the other. They're gonna take that and run with it wholeheartedly. So my thing is be careful on the verbiage that you utilize and I'm talking about my ladies out there because men will right. take it to another level. Be right. Right. Oh. right. Always be okay. careful. Okay. All right. Let well, me get into this other caller here. All right, Chris. Well holla. Thank you for joining hey, us, brother. Y'all stay up, man. Right, thanks for calling yeah, him, y'all. Man, appreciate that. Bro. All right. No, no doubt, doubt, Chris. Thanks for calling him. Good to hear your voice. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Later. All right. Later. We're going to bring another caller here. Call in from the 819... Oh, I just lost him. Okay. Well, we... Oh, no, I didn't. I got him. Call in from the 8191. 8191. About to bring you in in five seconds here. Call in from 8191. Which name were you calling from? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah, we can. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you, yes. 
Okay, Mr. Morgan, how you doing? It's Michael again, New York. Hey, what's going on, Mike? How you feeling, bro? What's going on? All right, all right. Um, I heard your comments on your topic before, and I wanted. I know you said you're changing topics, going on to something else, but just a quick few comments on that. From okay. a personal perspective, personal experience, I heard okay. you say that this young man's first experience was at nine years old, which means she wasn't his first. He was her first or vice versa. She was, he was right. her first and not the other way around. Right. Personal experience, my first encounter came from an abuse case at nine years old as well. What's going okay. on in this young man's head is he got stuck in a time period where he was when he was nine. First off, he got taken to adulthood in the sense of physically, way before his time. Okay. His mind didn't adjust to that. Okay? okay? That's the first concept going on with that. He is still searching for that first orgasm that he had because that was the mind-blowing one. As everybody knows, that first one, he's still chasing right. that first one. Mm-hmm. Okay? Second part of that scenario is our minds make drugs when we have sex. Endorphins, right. serotonin are the things that give us those pleasure senses. He's a pleasure seeker. It's at the right. stage now where right. he's still chasing that. He's never going to regain it because there's too much time gone by, depending on his age. If he's over 30 years old, this happened at 9. Okay, right. you're talking and, 20 and years late ago. They're late 30s. They're late 30s. Okay, even late 30s, you're talking about 20-some-odd years ago that he had this first experience as a child, which probably blew him out the water. He's still chasing right. that. The other right. thing is because his maturity was stopped at that point, he is still in a cars and pussy mentality. Wow. You know what I'm saying? He's a teenager still. Mentally, he's a teenager. That's his, his, his focus is on that. He's still searching for that first orgasm he had. It's never going to happen again. And it's become an right. obsession with him, which is, again, the sexual addiction. Right. Okay? Right. I said from personal experience because my first encounter was at that same 9-, 10-year-old age from a woman who had to be easily 19 or 20 years old, was a babysitter, okay? And it blew me away. And I spent, I have right. to say, at least 15 years looking for that same thing except for the part of it I was chasing wasn't giving me the emotional and psychological aspect that should have been tied to having that experience. So it pushed me to maturity way ahead of that time. I don't ever think at any point in time I can remember a childhood in terms of being in grade school, having a girlfriend or somebody that I liked, or middle school, or having somebody that I got attached to, and people have girlfriends two, three, four years of high school. I never did any of that because I was always searching for that mature woman again. Wow. Okay, so there's a really, really deep something else going on. As far as children, if he has that many children, and he has no concept of responsibility about what it takes to make children and raise those children, if he's not involved, as you said, he gives no conversation. And as he's not talking to her, he's probably not interacting with his children either. Mm. He's made right. these children. Now you've got a series of children behind you, male or female or both, that aren't getting the guidance that you're supposed to get. My personal mm-hmm. take, father okay. and the mother are necessary because they get different things from them. They get the balance from them. If a woman has to change and raise children by herself, even with a man in the house, she has to right. find some surrogate nephews, nieces, somebody who are role models for them. And if his brothers are anything like him, it's a lost cause. If he has any single friends are still trying to draw him into that, he's conflicted between going out there and doing what he wants to do and what he knows he's obligated to do depending on his religious outlook, depending on his moral outlook. He may be a person who says, you know what, I'm getting all this excitement, all this turn on every day, and the only outlet is my wife, and I don't want to cheat on her. 
but I want to stay with this, but he's expecting her to be the same way. I know women personally, once you get beyond that first or that second one, it can actually get painful for them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because at that stage of the game, if they're not lubricating properly or if there is not enough emotional arousal to begin with, well, yeah, yeah, she ain't emotionally aroused no more. That's that's mm-hmm. what she already said that if she's not that emotionally aroused stage, no more. She may be afraid to leave because he's at that stage now where he's so demanding about it and it's become so routine that she doesn't know how he's going to react react if she just flat out says no more. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, there's a wow. lot of different things going on there, and the key thing to that is the psychological aspect of it. Like the brother mentioned before, the man has a problem and he needs to address that problem because if mm-hmm. he doesn't get satisfied where he is. He's going to go out, he's going to get reckless, and sex will make you get reckless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will. And coming to her job to have sex, you're risking her job, you're risking your job because if something happens there, depending on where she works at, suppose she works in a school, suppose she works in a daycare center, suppose she works in an environment with her children around, somebody catches them, you know what that's called? Delinquency of a minor, you're exposing right. children to sexual abuse or to sexual, to, that, that is a door where you do not want to open Exactly. I watched a movie where a guy sent his girlfriend a picture of him naked. This is the first girlfriend he met. All the time had a good time. He loved it so much he sent her a picture of him naked and aroused along mm-hmm. with a birthday card and a balloon. The freaking mailman delivered it to the person next door with a three year old daughter who was the, the, the chief justice in their town. Oh, man. Wow. So at 22 years old, this guy is now a registered sex offender. He has to go to his neighborhood and inform his neighbors door to door. Yeah. Right. Once a month, and he's a registered sex offender. Yeah, that's right. His wow. life is brutal. Wow. Nobody wants to hire him. Nobody wants to be around him. He right. went to restaurants right. because everybody yeah, in the town good. knows him. His life is cool. Right. He has yeah, that, that, right. that, that at that stage of the game, it is actually lack of concern for the consequences. And when you cannot right. deem right. or judge consequences in reference to your actions, that is definitely a sign of immaturity. No doubt. No that's doubt. true. That's you're true. making that's decisions true, that can affect your life in a way that you can't begin to impact means that you're not seeing beyond right. that minute. Right. right. So that's what's going you're on right, with Mike. that. And she's right. in that. First thing she needs to do is get him to some counseling. Insist right. on counseling. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't want to deal with the counseling, go through the legal steps to dissolve it. If that's what it's going to take. But she has right. to get him help. But if he can't it may, have it may her, need to come to that, Mike. It may need to come to that. If he can't have her. I guarantee it was going to result in a major impact on his life because he's going to try to take on somebody who's going to play him. I have so many people at work right now that try to involve guys in relationships and then turn around and twist it on them when they can't have their way or things don't go their way right. and start talking about sexual right. harassment or yeah, rape or some yeah, kind of assault charges right. or no doubt, all of that no stuff. Yeah. And if he yeah. has four children, five children, six children, two children, that is a rock that he is not going to want to carry. You're right. You're right, Mike. You're right. Definitely. Let me just say here real quick, brother. Yeah, that one. You brought up some excellent points, Mike, and that's, that's you don't want to get caught up in a situation like that. So she's in a, in a bad situation. We all can agree, and uh, I, I wish her well, and I hope she's listening. I think she is listening. She wanted to hear from some other some other men about this and their thoughts on it. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna give it over to to Rob because I know you want mm-hmm. to touch on some 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 topics yourself and as well as DS. Uh, go ahead, Rob, and, and let's start our next topic real quick here. All right, I got one hot one. Um, a partner of mine, actually, that I work with, um, him and his uh, lady, his lady just woke up, and now he met a young lady that has uh, 
three kids. And, okay. you know, so now she has her three kids, and she was actually from NY. He brought them down from NY down to uh, Virginia. And okay. now, you know, the kids are going off of his rules, and it's all good. But just to caveat off of what my man um, Darren had earlier as far as, and I want Darren to chime in on this one. When you have a family that's caught up with um, other people's kids, how do you cope with that? And, D, I want your insight right. on that or copy out of what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, D. Well, that, that's, that, that's, a, that's a, <laughs> a very, very close to my heart uh, topic. Um, yes. I mean, I, I think from day one, and I will tell anybody who – decides that they want to be in a situation where there's a blended family. Um, first things first is before you even bring it to the children or bring it to the forefront where it's no longer just you and that person, I think you guys need to sit down and have a serious come-to-Jesus meeting on what your perspective is, what your your, your expectation is when it mm-hmm. comes to children. Um, you know, you, you get into situations where you're not on the same page with the spouse. Um, and and just a, a caveat off of what you're saying, you know, we, we talked offline, the three of us, um, we, we spoke about uh, situations where the discipline is involved with, with blended family, where you have uh, one parent who, like in my case, I'm the disciplinarian, my wife not so much, right? So... You know, so you can get into a situation where you're almost like, wait a minute, you 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 trusted me to be your husband, but you don't mm-hmm. trust me to say nothing to the kid, which is crazy. So right. I well, mean, I, you really, really, and this it, it it's touchy and it's going to get heated. But what you have to say, <laughs> oh, it's going to get heated. But what you have to say yeah. is, you know, look, this is where I'm at, and this is what I expect. And if you come to a difference, you don't involve the children. You don't involve the children at all. You you go you go behind closed doors, make a pillow talk, or maybe the two of y'all need to go out right. and talk about it. But it's, it's mm-hmm. got to be settled. It's got to no be doubt. settled. Cause if it's not settled, then it's just going to bring more and more. You know, ah, when's this going to happen? Or I, I can't say nothing. And we as men, we feel some kind of way if we're not the king of the castle. I'm gonna say it. Oh <laughs> yeah. If I, if, oh yeah. If 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 if, if I got to tiptoe around my own house, I got a problem. I got a problem. <laughs> right. So. Right. You know, no, I mean, and rightfully I mean, so. Rightfully is. so. Rightfully so. You know so. what I mean? So, yeah, right. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Rightfully so. I mean, um, you know, I would feel some type of way if, you know, I was in a household and I couldn't say nothing to, you know, you know, and it was, let's let's look at it. Let's be for real. You know, so the kids today uh-huh. need to be talked to more than once, mm. uh, hands down. In fact. You may have to talk to them twenty times to do the same to do the same damn thing. It's not like when we were kids where somebody yeah. said something to you one time and you went and get, went and did it. Yep, you understand. Yeah, you you gotta sound like a broken record to get something done in, in, at home with these kids today. And um, one thing I have never tolerated is you know, and this is something you gotta look at too. You know, like my mother used to say, my parents used to say, you know what? Be careful who you who you're mixing your seed with, who you who you marry because. The situation may be way out there. Now, okay. if a kid is already, when you meet the lady, telling his mother to shut up, you know oh. what he's going to tell you. You know what he's going to tell you. If he's telling his own mother to shut up, you already know what he's going to tell you. 
So that's something yeah, to think I know about. They're gonna tell me. When you get yeah, through a relationship. They're going to tell me to put my hands behind my back. Mr. Morgan. Mr. Morgan and Mr. Rivers. Mr. Morgan and Mr. Rivers. I'm going to have to pull a little scrappy and put them paws on them. I'm not gonna be, exactly. I'm not going to be disrespected exactly. by anybody. And my thing is this. Right. Okay. Right. As long as the verbiage and dialect is understood from day one. And like my man, he pretty much laid it down, said, yo, look, these are my house rules. Shorty agrees with it. And the kids are like, wow, they conforming because I guess their dad is not in their life. And the right. ironic thing is this is an interracial couple. He's a white dude with a black female with three kids, and, and and I give him so much credit and so much love. Not for that. What I'm saying is, he's a man that was able to take on that that burden. No, well, not necessarily burden, but he took on that that father figure for the shorties because the real the biological father wasn't there like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he's holding it yeah. down, and I get I gotta give my man much props on that. So because yeah, he could have ran the other way. He could have ran like, 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 like the and wind. I'm saying, yeah, true. And I'm saying he has a son from a previous um, relationship that didn't work out. He met the love of his life, you know, as he put it to me, and, I, and I'm not upset at that. And he took on that, you know, that extra responsibility. So my man is holding it down like hard as hell, and, and I applaud him for that, you know what I'm saying? But like anything else, well, let me ask you guys this, all right. From the interracial couple thing, how do you, how how do people view that even to this time of day? It seems like if it's other than black and white, everybody's cool. But if it's right. everything else, everybody's okay. What do y'all think about that? Wow, that's that's an interesting one. You know what? And I'm living it. I'm living it right now. <laughs> you know what? I uh, I, yeah, wow. That's that's a good point because this I've often heard this, okay? Mm-hmm. I've often I've often heard this. Um I've often heard it said that if a brother dates outside of his race, that means he cannot handle a black woman, which I think is complete BS. Um however, now however, now check this yeah. out. I'm going to throw the flip side. However, when a sister steps out and marries somebody other than her, all her girlfriends are saying you go girl. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. my thing is double that I, I think sometimes there's there's a double standard, at least in my opinion. I could be wrong. Like I said, if there's some sisters out there, women out there want to jump in this conversation, please do. The number is 347-637-3010. That's 347-637-3010. I have, I have seen it, and I have heard it time and time and time again. Okay? When a, when a brother does it, he's selling out. He can't handle the sister, yada, yada, yada. If a sister does it, then it's it's kind of like you know a high five to each other yada yada yada, so you know and, and that's what I don't understand. You understand? So I mean I, I can I can get it like that, you know. Um, DS, what's your thoughts on that? Well, right, to address Rob's question, um, you know, it, it takes a strong it takes a strong two strong individuals to mm-hmm. deal. With the you know I'm black she's he's white whatever it um, it takes strong individuals. Why do we look at it as a, as a difference today? I don't know because you know I, I I never really understood that. I mean because you're gonna fall in love you 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 can't control who you fall in love with. 
Absolutely and not. For, you know, and for anybody to say, oh, you shouldn't fall in love with a white woman or a white man or, you know, but it's okay to, to date somebody who's Puerto Rican or, or you know, because Puerto Rican, right. they're black. And yeah. date somebody, <laughs> you know, date somebody who's Vietnamese, that's crazy. That, yeah, that's absolutely right. crazy. Right. And, and, Right, and I'm just going. I'm just going to be a butthole right now and, just, and say, "Your hobby." No, the good. reason why they high fiving each other, women, is because <laughs> it's because black men we don't have our shit together. <laughs> we don't have our shit together. Okay. Okay. We don't. We don't okay. have it well, together. I, I, and, 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 this, and this and that goes back to a conversation we had before last time. Mm-hmm. If, the, if if black women and I say I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to be offensive. But if black women held us to a higher standard across the board, they'd be high fiving each other when we came along. Ooh, hmm. interesting. They'd be okay. high fiving each other when we came along. But okay. I mean, but it's, okay. you know, it's, it's almost expected for us not to have our thing together. So that's why when we got our thing together, it'd be three and four, five of us after us. Oh, because it, we're 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 an anomaly. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and then, well, then, okay. So let me throw, let me throw this out there. Then let me throw this out there. Okay. okay. So then, what about the brothers who do have their things together and decide to not even look a second way at a, at, a, at a sister? Now I've heard this too. I've heard this one too, where a lot of black women are like, well, you know, dude, when he was in the hood, whatever, he was brother with the sisters. Now he went and got his, you know, an Ivy League education, or he became successful. And he mm-hmm. went and he married outside. Now, another thing I hear that sisters say, and, and, and sometimes I kind of laugh because it is a little bit comical. They'll Maybe say, well, not only did he marry outside of his, not only did he marry outside of his race, but which is fine, you know, but, all right, if you're going to marry outside, get somebody to look like something. A lot of brothers marry outside and get somebody that's like a 300-pound chick. You know what I'm saying? Something that nobody else wants. Oh, no doubt, no <laughs> so, doubt. what do you say to that? Let me let me get on this one, Morgan. All right, for one, I, I ain't mad at that because that that's some real talk right there. My thing is this. Oh, we got some interference. Ooh. Ooh. We got some serious interference. All right, here's the thing. For one, I agree, you can't help who you fall in love with. And True. my thing is this. In the military, I've seen all types of women, I mean, from all around the world. I happen to fall in, with, in love with this particular woman, and I don't say she's black, white, whatever the case may be, and not to take anything away from a black woman because, again, it's just a matter of who you fall in love with and who's right for you, who's the right fit. It just happened to be right. that this particular female was a white female that I knew since 95. And for those naysayers that's out there saying that, you know, when he got successful and now he went to get this token white woman, let me throw this at you. This woman held me down through my darkest hours when I had a okay. daughter that I thought that was going to die. You know what I'm saying? Right. She had to have heart right. surgery at not even uh, three months old. So with right. that being said, and then now through a lot of other struggles that I had going on personally, this female held me down. So I don't give a damn if she's black, white, Chinese, whatever the case may be. I don't want somebody in my corner. Right. So for all of those sayers out there that, well, once he begot, you know, he became successful, now he's out there, maybe those brothers are on some other level. But this particular brother, meaning Robert Hall, you know, named after my dad, 
I don't have his middle name, but the bottom line is this. <laughs> I'm the type of cap that fell in love with the woman that held me down, and I don't give a damn right. what color she is. That's Good. right. I, I, I feel you, and, and I big up you on that. I, I big you up on that, and I, I feel you. And, and you know what? You have every right to feel the way you do because uh, she, she, she's ridden with you through, through a lot of, like you said, through your darkest hours. So you know what? The hell would anybody else think, you know? Exactly. But uh, I, I just hear a lot of conversation and, and this, that, and the third. And like I said, I, you know, I ask certain questions of myself. You know, well, what's what's this about or what's that about? When it's done this way or it's done that way, and, you know, boom, boom, boom. You know, like I said, there's often like you, like I said earlier. And Darren, you made a good point about the whole high five thing and dudes not stepping up or whatever. You know, but um, it, it, I just find it fascinating. You know, and at the end of the day. Like you say, you know, you, you love who you love. It doesn't matter, you know. Sometimes you, you just, it doesn't work out that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it is what it is. Um, I, I got a question here for you guys. Um, as far as exes are concerned, ex-husbands, ex-girlfriends, um, mm-hmm. how, 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 uh, what, what should the protocol be as far as? Being friendly with or being friends with your ex and stuff like that. Like I know people who go out of their way to include ex-husbands, ex-boyfriends, ex-wives, ex-girlfriends in, in certain affairs. Like even like getting married to the next person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, at at what point does it get a little strange that okay. the 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 is involved, or even if it's a parent of one of the kids you have, and even though you've moved on, at what point does it get a little strange? Or does it get strange? Yeah. Um, well, D, you got something, <laughs> or I got something right quick. I ain't gonna lie to you, brother. <laughs> Damn, man, you, you, you start. I, I, right. You know what? And, and after that, I gotta call after that, after that, because I, okay. I just saw it here. But go ahead. And, and it's crazy, because I can use my parents. My parents got a divorce when I was 13, my mom remarried. So, again, she, you know, because she shares kids with, you know, my dad and everything, me and my brother Richie, but she was, like, invited my pops to the wedding of the next man. And pops was like, I'm not feeling that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So my thing is, I think it's just a matter of maturity and it's a matter of respect on how far you go in the relationship. If you got some type of history to where you you are able to deal with that, and others just can't deal with that because they can't see the next person with their wife or with their ex wife or with their ex husband, it's a matter of maturity, bro. I can't find. Okay. Okay. Um, Let me get into this caller real quick. Hold on, caller from the zero seven six six. I'm about to bring you on in five seconds here. Caller from. Zero seven six six. What's your name? Which where are you calling from? You're live. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, we can hear you. Hi, Rob. How are you? This is Maisha. Hey, what's going on, Maisha? How you doing? <laughs> Hi, Maisha. I told you I would be listening. And actually, okay. Well, actually, I wanted to touch on the last topic, but I see you guys switch gears before oh, um, you guys. We can go back. Um, we can go back. But. Yeah, no, no, could. no. But I, I mean, I can speak on both topics. I it just okay. that the last topic about the um, uh, a guy being 
already successful and then choosing to date someone of another race, that kind of hit home because that was my brother. Okay. Um, okay. I don't think I've ever uh, spoke with you and your wife about my brother, but um, nah. my brother was a professional athlete. And um, okay. actually out of college, he was dating um, his now ex-wife, but she's a black woman. And okay. um I know that he messed around with different races in college, but when he got drafted and uh, he actually uh, went to the NFL, uh, I guess, you know, he had never been around women of, you know, that many women of different races, and everyone that he cheated on his wife with was of a different race. Wow. And eventually, yeah, was a different of a different race, but ne- never a black woman. And so, you know, you know, you know where I'm from. I'm from the hood of hoods. So, um, so you know how how we roll, cause you know me. No doubt, no doubt, But every woman is not like that. And so we started thinking, okay, well maybe he just really can't handle a black woman. But you know what? I don't think it was that. I think that men like something that they've never had or never been exposed to, and. That became mm. his flavor, whether it be um, Filipino or mm. Korean or Caucasian. I mean, he dated no everything, everything, wow. okay. and um, okay. but he never cheated with a black woman. Wow. So, okay. so basically, so the, he had Captain Kirk syndrome. <laughs> I, well, I didn't watch too much of Star Trek, but I guess oh, well, aliens and stuff. Is that what you're talking about? He oh, had yeah, Captain yeah, Kirk like, syndrome. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know what? Um, I got you. I guess when I was well, younger, I didn't okay. understand it, but I, you know, I understand okay. it much more now. Okay. And okay. um, and now, would I do? I think that he would ever. Now he's in his fifties. He's in his um, mm-hmm. mid to late fifties now. But do I think okay. that he would ever date a black woman again? No. I. She would have to be mixed. Mixed. Oh with wow. Him. You know, yeah, wow, okay, okay. I, yeah. He's just he's just not really feeling it. And then if he sees happen to see a dark skinned um, sister that is very attractive, he really mm-hmm. has to point that out because he's not used to seeing that. He's in California. Wow. Yeah, okay, he's not used okay. to seeing that. Mm, okay. Mm, okay. So that kind of hit home when uh, you guys it. brought that up. But you know what? Wow, That's his okay. preference. That's his preference. I think it used to, you know, upset us because he was married and he chose to cheat with every other race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay. you know what? Uh, that's his preference. No doubt. Right. No doubt. You know, it right. takes me to grow up right. to say, hey, well, that's, that's, that's deep. Um, and by all means, you have the floor. If you want to touch on any of the other topics we talked about, by all means, you can. Yeah. Okay, well that that one right there, but in particular, they okay. get home, and I just wanted to bring that up. Okay, so okay, can I ask you a question? Well, thank you. What 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 from a woman's perspective? Okay. From from a woman's perspective, I was saying from a woman's perspective, what exactly is can't handle a black woman? That that's the statement that that. Okay, that, okay, that would be something that you would say if you saw. Like I have, like I know Rob is married to a Caucasian mm-hmm. woman, but I love Cynthia. You know, no she's doubt. just like another sister to me. Now, Rob, yeah. there's a couple that I want you to meet a, that is a sister married to okay. a, to a white man, and you will probably okay. meet them very soon. But she's very attractive, and a lot okay. of black men did not like that. I dated wow. a white guy before, and when we okay. went out. 
the brothers could not stand it. They would see me, and I we would be in a bar, and I would walk to the bathroom, and you know they'd try to holler at you, "Hey, how you doing?" You yeah, doing yeah, good? yeah. And then when you go right. to the table, oh man, I can't believe you with him. And then they would yeah. try to disrespect exactly. him. So yeah. I mean, you guys do the same things to us mm-hmm. that, no that you say that we do to y'all. And it's unfortunate well, because I, I, then those are weak-minded people. Go ahead. I just want to say this, and this may sound, ooh, I, you know what, I guess, <laughs> I don't want to come no, off no, a real certain cool. way. No, go ahead, look, hey, hey, go ahead. It, it, it don't bother me any kind of way because, you know, I I, I was strictly equal, so, I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it don't bother me. I don't know who, who this is. What, what I'm saying is, and I, and I just said us and y'all just because of the masses. I'm not saying in particular you do it or I do it. Like, I don't care. I, I, re- I really don't care. Now, when I was younger, I used to just hear my mother saying that. See, my mother was born in the 30s. No and my father was born in the 30s, so you know what the inter- what interracial dating, right. where it stood back then. So yeah, right. to have a black family or parents growing up in that day and age and then their son when we get old when he gets older cheat on his black wife yeah. with mm-hmm. everything other than black every every ethnic origin than black mm-hmm. it kind of you know hurt my mother yeah that, 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 was, that was a problem yeah. and, and rob you met my mother <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah Wow. So, you know, so as I grew up, you know, and I started to understand, I'm like, hey, there's nothing wrong with dating other races. No. Because I'm right. a dark-skinned sister, and I didn't always get treated right by the brothers. Because, mm-hmm. you know, black wasn't always in. It was always right. light-skinned. Yeah, okay. I know. And it was the same thing for, for, for dark-skinned brothers. I mean, we we wasn't in for a long time. So exactly, so you know, so you know what I'm talking about. But see, but you know what, dark skinned brothers became more acceptable in the, I think in the late '80s, you became more accepted, and it took it took a little longer for dark skinned women. Because when you when Halle Berry came out and you were dark skinned, thin with the Halle Berry haircut, that's when we got on. That's kind of when we got well, 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 we were more well, accepted well, and got cute. No doubt. I uh, I uh, I know a, a gentleman, and uh, I'm glad you're here, Mason. I wanted a female here to uh, to give us some a uh, female side point of view on this particular topic. The brother I know that refuses, and if you ask him about it, he might kick you out. But he refuses <laughs> to deal with uh, sisters. He rather he rather a car roll over uh, him and his family than deal with sisters. Uh, <laughs> and he'll tell you that he'll tell you this to his face. He says no shame. He's probably listening tonight too. There's no shame yeah. in his game. He could give a flying, you know what? And he'll kind yeah, of yeah. buck out to their faces. He said he don't want no parts of no sisters. And he said for well, one, well, I mean, there's a reason. Well, wait, 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 wait. This this is what this one is the reason. He said one of them is that he said for one. He's tired. Now, this this may sound trivial, but I'm giving the reason okay. that he told me. He says he's tired. He got tired of buying hair. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is what wow. he said. This is what he wow. said. Okay. He said he got tired of running his sisters whose baby's father was in jail, and they coming home okay. soon. He got tired of that. <laughs> so, okay. And he got tired of the fact that because he was trying to better himself, that this, the woman that he was meeting didn't support that. 
And so that's when he said okay. he was done, and that was it. So he yeah. refuses. He don't care what's going on. He refuses. He, he don't deal with no sense of period. Wow. So well, what, what would you say like to somebody this. like that? Uh, you know what? I would just ask. I ask a lot of questions. I really want to understand this person. And you know what? If that's his answer, that's his answer. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't be upset with him. But apparently, he's running to the same type of woman. But you know, you attract who you are. It's like you would tell okay. any woman who keeps dating that same guy who keeps beating her. You know, the same kind of guy. Oh These yeah. Are different right. men. She's dated five different men, but it seems like she's dating the same guy. She attracts mm-hmm. who she is, and that's mm. what he's attracted to. There's obviously something in all of these women that he was attracted to. You know, he was attracted to that one that one thing in them, but they all seem to be kind of similar, mm-hmm. you know? Wow. And if he doesn't, okay. and if those are the reasons why he don't date any sisters, then that's fine. He's happy with who he is, and I, shit, I right. don't want him. Right. Okay. He definitely <laughs> wouldn't want me, so hey, <laughs> let him do him. There you go. There you go. Let him no do him. Job. Real talk, real talk. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we we get we getting yeah. deep tonight. We yeah, getting yeah, deep yeah. with it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Again, for our yeah. listeners out there, if you're listening to this and you want to call in, the number is three four seven six three seven three zero one zero. Want to hear with some more women out there, and uh, we can go back in topic. If you're joining in late. We're getting deep on uh, certain things here. Um, another thing that uh, I want to discuss, um, uh, you know, the, the whole thing with uh, uh, when you're dealing with, and this is gonna kind of going back to, uh, uh, you know, exes and, and how, how you should uh, engage them. Uh, when you're dealing with, I hate this term, but I'll use it just for the sake of using it, Baby mamas and baby daddies. Mm. Uh, again, when you engage these people, once you've moved on and you're securing your new relationship and you're engaging, I've heard women who are still, you know, I've heard, I've heard women, even dudes too, but I've heard women have, have jealousy issues with the baby's mama. Like, you know, the, the, the woman's going to be involved in this guy's life forever. Mm-hmm. This is just one of those type of things. But, I mean, you know, you don't want to be disrespectful to each other, but you should be cordial to each other at least, or decent towards each other because of the children. Um, how do you engage somebody, a baby daddy, if you're a man, or a baby mama, if you're a female? I mean, do you, do you pull them to the oh, side, have a conversation with them? When you're, free, you know, like, yeah. how, how, how does? Yeah, go ahead, D. Go ahead, D. Let's go ahead and touch on it. Yes. Yes. That I mean, you know, I think it takes it takes. Uh, and I, I'm get personal in my situation. Um, Go ahead. My children's, my children's mother. Um, it, it took it took my wife to point out what I was doing, and a lot of mm-hmm. brothers are not going to say that. It, it, it pointed out, it, you know, because I, I was I was the quintessential. I got to do it because she's going to she uses my children as pawns. You know, it's kind of like oh I can't. Don't don't do or don't say that because she's gonna stop me from seeing my kids or you know what I mean? It didn't make mm-hmm. sense. And mm-hmm. you know what? Just stop. And 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 they didn't need to have a conversation. Although I think they did, it was me more or less telling my children's mother 
where 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 she started and where she stopped. Mm. And and unless we do that as 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 the one who's involved, unless we sit down with that, cause, I mean, there's this this common conception, misconception that you know I hear a lot of brothers say, "Oh, baby, daddies, I can always fit that." Yeah, but why would you want to? I mean, she's an ex for a reason, right? <laughs> right. So, right. I mean, you right. gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta look at it like that, and you let them know, yo, this is about the children or nothing else. And if you need, to, if you need to have that conversation in front of your new mate, then you, yeah, you need to do that. Um, adversely, right. I, I, adversely, I sat down with the brother and I said, look, you know, <laughs> this is what goes on in my house, and what goes on in my house is my house. So unless, right. You want to fill out this month's uh, mortgage check? Either you roll with it or you don't. Right. Roll. Right. You know, no, I, I got you. It, 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 I got you. It has to happen that way. I got you. I got you. Rob, sure. Rob, your feelings on that? I mean, okay, go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Can I interject on that for a minute? Go ahead, go ahead, brother. There's a song by Smokey Robinson called "The Love Between Me and My Children." If you get a chance to listen to that, and I've gone through that, and I've said in dealing with my children and their mother and their grandparents and everybody, you can deal with anybody you want to deal with. Let no harm come to my children because I will come through that side of town, and when I leave, there won't be a that side of town, and my children will wind up with my family. First and last rule, you want to deal with somebody that's your business. Whatever man comes into the picture, he has to understand the relationship between you and I has nothing to do with the relationship between me and my children. And I'm Agreed. not letting anyone stand in the way of that. She's met people, Agreed. tried to, and somewhere along the way they would disappear, go about their business, whatever the case may be. I've dealt with no one other than a schoolmate of mine since I left dealing with her on a permanent basis, okay? Met people, hang out for a little while, find out what they're about, not the one thing go about my business. I've been basically to myself for a very long time for that reason. In terms of the people that she was meeting, basically she was meeting, as the lady said before, if you're meeting the same kind of person, what is it that you're doing or not doing that's right? She was trying to find someone who was willing to cater to her, and when I made it clear I wasn't doing that, that was the dissolution of our relationship, mm. okay? Because that was not what my purpose was. My purpose was to be your partner, your mate, your confidant, your concessor, and things that we have to do together. You can't do any of those things that we're in the wrong place, but I'm going to be responsible to my children because that's my responsibility to them and that's my job as a man. So I got that part clear. Agree. Uh, agree. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah. 15 years down the road, 15 years of family court, now all of that's resolved and the family wants to invite you over for barbecues and come over and have dinner on says No, 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 no. Our dealings, now that our children are over 18, our dealings with each other are done. I appreciate the fact that we've been able to raise our children even through the controversy, but our job is done. They are now at the stage where they can decide for themselves where they're going, what they're doing, how they're doing it. The only thing they still require from us is support to get those things done because they're still young adults. So they're working, establishing their careers. We still have to be there for them. That side of the family hasn't been, and I don't fault them for it because that's their attitude. That's who they want to be. That's their business. It doesn't reflect on me. It has nothing to do with me. The final thing was a graduation party for my son at the grandparents' house. They asked me to come along. My children didn't say anything to me about it. Grandmother called me and asked me to come. I showed up. She's all in tears. Oh, my God, you showed up. I was surprised you wouldn't come. I said, why wouldn't I? This is my son's graduation party. He graduated high school. I'm here for him. 
Mm-hmm. Right. At the end of the day, Hulk walked over to the Hulk and she flinched. I'm like, I mean, you know, harm I never had from the beginning. I just discovered very early on, we do not belong together. Never been any animosity, any hatred, or any dislike. You are who you are. The only problem right. that I have with our relationship is, who are you? Is the person standing in front of me who you are or the person that I met 17, 18 years ago, the person who you are? Mm-hmm. I have to be clear on that, that either you lied to me about who you were then and this is who you really are, or you're lying to me about who you are right now and the person that I met is who you really are. So I'm not even trying to figure that out because that's dumb. But in terms of the relationship, let them know a brother comes and asks me, well, you think you two could get back together? You know, sometimes people can fall back in love. I said, question for you. If we didn't learn anything about each other in the first five to six years that we were together, we've been apart 15-plus years, what do you think we possibly learned about each other in that time period in order for uh, us to get back together, as you put it? Real talk. <laughs> okay? Real talk. I, in terms of the, the, the blended family, I did that blended family thing during that time when we were apart. She tried everything possible to disrupt my household, calling my house and had one of her friends call my house in a day that I just happened to be home. You know, during that 9-11 era, I do a job that required me to be at work sometimes 16 hours a day, depending on what was going on, if we were shorthanded. I had been working 16 hours a day, something like four days a week, and only because I was able to escape on the last day. When it was my day off, I wouldn't be, you couldn't hear from me, get in touch with me until it was time for me to come back to work. I happened to take off on Wednesday, and my days were Friday, Saturday. I happened to take off that Wednesday and Thursday that week. I'm walking through my dining room. My children at my house is the middle of the summer. And the phone rings. I answer the phone. Woman says hello, and she asks to speak to my daughter. I said, "Well, um, my daughter's outside jumping rope right now. Who is this?" Oh, and she told me her name. I said, "Well, what's this in reference to?" Well, it was kind of private. I said, "Well, my daughter is eleven, and you sound to me to be a grown up. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything you right. can say to my daughter that you can't say to me." Right. I said, right. Well, "You know what? When she comes in from jumping rope with her friends." I'll let her talk to you. I'll call you back. Your number's on my caller ID. My daughter comes inside. I call her back. She answers the phone, and my daughter still this curious look on her face. She says, hmm? When she gets off the phone, I said, who was that? She says, oh, I think that was one of mommy's friends, Marilyn. She gave us some saving bonds at one time for doing good in school. I said, okay, from her women's group, as she put it. That's what she called it, her women's group. I said, okay. I know because I've had my parents' friends give us savings bonds give us gift certificates to Chuck E. Cheese and places like that. That wasn't a big deal to me. This is somebody who's supporting the fact that my children are doing good. I don't have a problem with that. So I said, well, what else did she say? Well, she said, Mommy told her to call and find out if you were, if you were coming to pick us up on Friday. I said, oh, wow. okay. All right. I said, okay, go back outside, sweetie. I'll talk to you later. I'm going to come back and be dinner time in a while. I hung the phone up. I called her house. She answered the phone. I said, Hello. She's like, oh, hi, um, what's going on? I said, what's going on? I said, you had a total stranger call my house to ask a question that was not relevant. Children are at my house for the summer. And if they're at my house on Wednesday or Thursday, why would I need to pick them up on Friday? Let me tell you how I'm seeing this. You had your girlfriend call here and an hour when I'm normally at work to get on the phone with my girlfriend, my significant other, my family, and try to convince them that I'm outside the street doing something illicit or immoral in order to screw with her head and cause controversy in my house. It just happened that I'm off today. I said, I would never give a stranger your phone number. 
I would never have anybody call your house trying to cause me controversy. I said, so guess what? This will be the last time you have my phone number, and any contact you have with me will be with me. And if you wish to speak to our children, you will call me to speak to them, and I will never stop you from doing that. But you're not right. going to right. disrupt my well, life in I, this manner. So, yeah. So yeah, that's you, the you good. You have to explain to the people that you're dealing with what your standing is and where you stand. She had daughters that her father, children's father, abused them, walked out on her with three children. And young man mentioned before about the blended family, about trying to help them grow up. I said to them very early on, your mother's told me that you have difficulties with your father. I don't know what to do about that. I am not your father but I can be a parent if you will let me. I got more flack out of the middle daughter to the point where she actually came into our bedroom one day and yanked the sheets off but to see if we were naked. Wow. She was 10. And I told her, wow. if we do not stay together, it will be because of her because she doesn't want me here. She's not willing to listen. She's not willing to respect any of the rules of the household. I sent four children to go shopping. I find out she's giving them her money and going around the corner to her friend's house. Or she comes into the kitchen and puts dishes in the sink and goes away like everybody in the house is going to serve her. Blended families yeah. are going to be a problem if the children are above a certain age. I only say that because if they're young children, it's more inclined between the ages of zero and, say, seven or eight that they're willing to work with you. When they can be right, out of age right. of 13 and 14 they, they, years old, it's a problem. Because they've gotten used to that. I don't have to listen because daddy's not around and you're not my father and you can't tell me what to do. And that's right. what causes the controversy and the problem. Right. The third right. thing, as far as relationships being black, white, or whatever, I have to say I've attempted on a couple of occasions to date women who were of Dominican or Latin descent, but the, the problem was they were so new to the United States that the communication just wasn't there. We couldn't understand each other. And it wasn't a thing of I say something and she's not listening or vice versa. It was We really didn't have the language skills to understand each other. If I'd spoken two languages, it's probably been a breeze, but it's still going on now. But people who are right. marrying someone outside of their race, as they call it, first off, we look back in history, what other race? We're all from one people. It's just diversions in different degrees. And okay. like the woman said, you have to meet somebody who works with you because I still, to this day, see black women that I sit down and have a very intelligent, cordial conversation with them, and somewhere along the way, because I'm being nice, they twist it and think I'm easy or I'm a sucker. And then when I set them straight, example of this, I walk into a management office to rent an apartment, not too far from where your brother lives at because I live near him. First day in the door, I'm walking in, I'm talking to this woman about this apartment, woman comes in the door like I'm not even there, and she just starts talking. Well, I have a friend that lives in here, and she told me about this place, and the woman looked at her and looked at me, and it's like, I'm on peace back. I'm just here. I need to get information from you. I'm not even seriously involved in this yet. I'm just trying to get information. So she's here to do paperwork. She signed the lease, whatever, handle her, but she's out the way that we can talk. She was going to be showing me apartments. So when I turned around and said, well, she said, well, what size are you looking for? I said, it can be a one-bedroom, maybe a two. I don't have to have a two-bedroom because my children are off in different states going to school, and it's just me. I really don't need a lot of space. This woman, who I've never seen before, didn't even converse with in the store in the meeting in the, in the time that we were sitting there, never introduced herself, never said anything to me other than, oh, we should get an apartment with two bedrooms and we could be roommates. The woman behind the counter looked at her like she lost her mind. Like she's black also. 
Well, she looks at her like she lost her mind. Because I'm tired of my man. He gives me a hard time. He don't want to ever listen to anything I say or I do. And I looked at her and I said, point blank, I don't do roommates and I don't do roommates with noisy, ignorant, belligerent people. There you she go. got heated then because now she didn't have anything to say back. When it was time to go look at apartments, I said, yeah, I like the way this one looks. She said, well, I think I want this one. I didn't say anything. Back out the door again. We walk into another apartment. Slight smell of gas. I said, yeah, that's a gas smell company on the stove. I could probably take it when I get there. Well, can I see the other one? Because I'm not sure if I want that one or that one. So basically what she's telling me at that point, whatever I want, she's going to try to take it from me. Not realizing that was not my important factor at that point in time. I see her every once in a while. And every time I see her, she screws up her face and gets ready to say something. And I do just like they do when they don't want to talk. I put my headphones in and turn my music on and keep it moving. But there are some of the out there that still have that antagonistic attitude, and that is the thing that drives black men away from black women. There are some that are good. There are some that are out there that are good, but the problem with having them, they have been so badly mistreated by the ones that they were dealing with that they don't even give a decent man a chance anymore. And that's the divide right there. You still have women that are out there who are still trying to discourage black men in the methods of being black men and supporting the black women who support the women. I hear you. Getting bad advice. If I have a relationship, I am not going to go to someone. I mentioned this in one of the other topics we had. If I have a relationship, I am not going to go to someone who has a dysfunctional relationship for advice on how to better mind. I'm going to go to somebody who is stable, somebody who has their ducks lined up as the saying goes, and somebody who's going to not so much tell me what to do, but give me an insight and some constructive criticism on what may or may not be wrong and how to go about repairing it. Not when you know what, I don't need to be bothered, man. Kick that to the curb. You're still young, you're single, your kids are grown, you should just go out there and play the field. I don't need advice like that from people. That's disrupting our whole community. Yeah, yeah, right now. Real talk, Mike. Real talk, Mike. Let me me jump in here, brother. Go again. You jump in here. Um, That that, that that's that's very in-depth there. Um, Let me me change the pace here for a second. And uh, I want to go around the room with something else that we were discussing. Um, uh, (laughs) One of the things I wanted to bring up with you guys, and Maisha, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, sister, thank you for your patience. Glad you're hanging in there with us tonight. Okay, no, I'm just... Let me I'm, ask you I'm this. Just, let, me, let me ask you this, and I want to throw it at Maisha first, and I'm quite sure okay. BS and, and Rob Hall will get a kick out of this one because we've okay. all heard stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, switching up the pace a little bit, guys. Internet cheating. People who flirt with people on the Internet... They may not have no, they may not ever have any intention on meeting this person, but for whatever reason, they see that picture online, the person's attracted, they say something slick, the other person says something slick back. Is there such a thing as internet cheating or, or yeah, internet cheating or, or, or whatever? I mean, what, what do you think about that, uh, Maisha, this whole thing with internet cheating and, and cyberspace uh, romance <laughs> or cyberspace affairs? What's your take on that? Um, I would have to agree with the uh, professionals on that one. I think that's the gateway drug to other drugs. If you, okay. If you know what I mean. Okay. Um, some people do 
say that they can do that and leave it there. But I think that if you you are doing it, your mind is going somewhere else, and it's the gateway to really doing it and acting okay. on that. Um, but who knows? If you can just keep it there, keep it there. Um, now, with the person, your partner or your spouse, uh, just to agree with letting you do that, no. No, and I think that they would beg to differ that it, it's just not it, it's just not going to stay there. And um, no, I wouldn't want my husband doing that. Okay, I wouldn't want well, him they, doing they that have at all. There you have it, fellas. We start a ride because he definitely wouldn't have me oh, doing it. I'm sorry, <laughs> right? Know. Yeah, he wouldn't. It, it wouldn't be a two way street. Let me ask yeah. you this though. This going back, my issue. I don't know if you listened in early on the show about mm-hmm. a, a friend I had who whose their husband's addicted to porn. Would you consider oh, that the same thing? I have been addicted to it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, women, hey, women like, yeah, like porn just as much I, as I, me. I, I, need, I need quiet on the set. Hold on a second. Well, yeah, don't go. She women like porn just as much as men. Good, Maisha, good. Women like porn just as much as men. Okay, but is that the same thing? As internet cheating to you, is that two different things? No, because internet cheating is interactive. You're nah. getting a response from someone. You're, right, you're, you're engaging. You're you engaging that person. You're engaging them. You, okay. If you find the right uh, movie, it could be interactive too. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know uh, what you're into, but I'm just talking about a, uh, a DVD. Well, <laughs> Now, however, that's you're engaging that person. You know, you could be setting up to okay. meet them. Fly, you know, they could be flying into town. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. something. That's something a little different. No doubt. That's okay. real and, okay. and it can become tangible. Yeah. Okay. Rob, what do you think about that? Rob, internet cheating, pictures to somebody online, that whole type of deal. What's right. your take uh, on that? Let's start off with your man Ween up in New York. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, hey, but exactly. that might be okay hey, for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's okay for him, but unfortunately, when you're running for office and now you're trying to send pictures, you know, to yeah. Tom and Harry, you know, my, my thing is this. At the end of the day, obviously, there's something not going on at the crib. So, meaning, okay. if you don't make it interesting at your home, People are gonna go. They're gonna go into looking to different, you know, avenues of trying to get that satisfaction. And I don't know what anybody's satisfaction is. They may be into all kinds of other stuff and this that, and other, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, this that, and other. But it all begins with that conversation. Mm. You right. have that conversation Communication. So yeah. you just actually really think that? I, 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 I to, I'm serious. I that that's stuff. what you really believe. I you do. believe that if it's not interesting at home. Because it could be. It could be. Variety you know what? might be like the it. thing. Variety <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Okay, if you don't have that variety, again, Paramount at the Home Foundation saying that if you have an individual that's not into certain things and now you, you choose to go outside of that, my thing is this. You need to have some conversations at home and say, look, we may have to do some role playing, you know, throwing some costumes right. or whatever. Then I'm gonna need you to take some nudie pictures hey. of you and send them to me, so that someone can uh, 
I'm saying right. I send videos to my wife. Hack, hack us. I'm just keeping there it one hundred. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We, we, That's what's we, up. we sometimes do different things and it's just for us and our season and I throw mm-hmm. shit at her. Oh, excuse me, I didn't mean to say the ass word. It's, 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 it's a long night. Go ahead, Rob. The communication factor and what you get into as a couple, I'm saying, I, I, I take me and my wife. We, we hold them down since 95. So we're going to mm-hmm. try new tricks or treats and do different things to mm-hmm. make things happen. And mm-hmm. as long as we have a communication or a conversation about certain things, that's what keeps the spark. That's what keeps the spark and keeps the interest. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, communication. Mm-hmm. Communication goes into all of that. I mean, you know, you know, you know, scenario for instance, like she, you know, meet meet your girl in the bar, you know, and pick your own girl up. You know, she may throw she may throw on a strawberry blonde wig that night and change her name to, to Champagne. You know, you know, my name is Champagne, the stripper from down the street. You know what I'm saying? You know, and you go in there to pick up Champagne that night. You know, yeah, and make yeah. it interesting, like, hey, you know, my, my girl ain't home tonight. You coming home with me? You know, something crazy. Okay. You know, okay. whatever the Straight case up. may be. Now, you know, I mean, you are fulfilling all of that, and okay. he still or she is still seeking out attention. Mm. No doubt. Then there's, a disconnect. There's, a, there's, a, there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect. Absolutely. Well, see, and see, this—that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you can be okay. fulfilling all of those things, but someone mm-hmm. is still that person still may step out. Then, then if, the, if that's the case, at that particular point, they're the ones that file, they're the ones that have an issue, and they're the ones that need some type of counseling or some type of understanding. Or, or if my thing is this: if you're trying to exhaust all the possibilities and you're doing all these different things, fantasies, whatever the case may be, at home, and now you still need to go outside of that, something's wrong with you, the individual. Not saying that individual person, because if if, if the person, your your colleague, your confidant, your best friend, your wife, husband, whoever it is, is saying, yo, all right, I'm down to do something different, then you, the individual, have an issue. That means that you're trying to seek something else outside the box. You know, instead of having that caviar, you want a little piece of chicken from now. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Give it to 100. But here's the that, thing. That's, that's true. But here's the thing, too. All right, take, um, I think um, my man Morgan said her name was Sheila. Mm-hmm. You're talking about high school sweethearts, and now dude is, like, having relations with his lady four or five times a day, but... He's looking at porn and he's doing this and other. Right. That hasn't been that kind of variety prior to them getting married. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing or a bad thing. The only thing I'm saying is, at the end of the day, now he's saying, look, I got five kids. I'm with my wife. I don't know what kind of shape she's in, you know, as far as, you know, mm-hmm. like her weight, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you know, physically. Men look at, you know, men sometimes look at stuff like that. And it's unfortunate they do because I'm saying if you got a woman that's ride or die, you need to stick with her regardless of the circumstance. Mm, right. You know I'm saying this. If he didn't have no kind of variety or she didn't have no kind of variety, sometimes people will look at other avenues. Yeah. Right. 
Well, and by, I, and by the way, it goes out to her in that situation. Right. When you guys were talking about it, my heart kind of just goes out to her as the female because, you know, I have been had been in a situation like that before where, it, you know, the mm-hmm. thrill isn't there anymore. The romance isn't there. You know women, we need to be romanced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You well, know, I we, want to throw this out there. we view sex differently from you all. No, right. I know. And we have certain needs when it comes to that. If you're not fulfilling right. that, then it's no good for us. Uh, right. Can I ask you to go a little more in depth on that? What <laughs> women want from men? I just so want to say this real quick. We do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I know you guys are tired of hearing that, but show. more intimacy. intimacy. Say again. No, I just want to say what women want more from men. What do you have? Right. And I'm just saying more intimacy. That's something that women like. Now, that's not every night, though. Okay. Are you talking about physical contact or are you just talking about closeness? Um, both. Both. Um, okay. okay. Now, in that manner, how do we determine what degree that you want that at without communication? And I think that's the biggest gap that we have is the communication that Women want something. They don't tell men what they want. They feel that we're supposed to be so emotionally attached that we're supposed to guess. Mm-hmm. And, and now, you know what? Want... We are confusing. Oh, well, okay. I'm glad somebody agrees with that. I have no, to say I, I, totally that, I have to say that I've met women and I've heard and understood the things that they're saying that they want, but... Mm-hmm. The problem is not what they want. It's when they want it, and they have an on-again and off-again thing, and I've realized at a very early, late stage of my life, a lot of it has to do with hormonal changes and so forth, that period of mm-hmm. time of the month, the mm-hmm. aggravations they deal with at work that can trigger off some other imbalance in their system, whether it's psychological, emotional, or physical, and get knots in their stomach or something. All those things play a part. But the key exactly. thing is we need to be told that because we can't continue to flip switches on and off trying to figure out what works and you get frustrated <laughs> and shut down completely. We need we need women to tell us. I only discover and learn as much as I learn because my daughter is very open minded, she's very open and honest with me. And she mm-hmm. tells me I'm cramping. So I know if she says I'm cramping, I'm looking for a rough week if she's gonna be in my house. Okay. Well if that's she's the not she's that I'm school, telling you about. That's exactly. Now, this is something I've learned from my child, my daughter, okay. rather than learning this from my spouse or the woman who's in my life because it's like those are things they don't want to talk about. Well, I don't want to tell you when I'm having my period because I don't feel good when I'm having my period. But that's all part of a relationship. If I'm not having a good day, I should be able to come over and say so, but women don't do that to us men. They have the, 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 the mental shroud on and expect us to figure out which side of the shroud the zipper is on in order to get inside. Okay. And I don't mean physically get inside hey. as far as sex. I'm well, talking hey, about you know getting inside what? of what's going on. Yeah, on a uh, sidebar, you're uh, absolutely right. I, I need to know, like, honestly, you know, you just mentioned something about, well, you know, I'm at my time of the month, I'm not feeling a certain way. I want to know that because I'm not running up in no messy stuff. So personally, you, yeah, you need to let me know when that's going on. Because well, I, I don't want to run no red lights. So that's the thing And I'm making a slight joke. It's a tongue in cheek. Okay, all right. Okay, well, a little tongue in cheek. But I need to know that because, yeah, we're going to take a time out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take time out, yes. 
Peter. Okay. You know? So that's definitely uh, uh, important. But, um, hey, DS, you there, brother? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm in the back. I'm here. That's my daughter. I'm, I was downstairs. Oh, you guys. I need to yes, know. Sir. We didn't hear from you on the whole <laughs> internet cheating, okay? And when I say internet, I want to say I'm, I'm going to include sexting and text in that. Uh, and, and 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 the email and everything else, huh? And all, all that, that, all that. that. <laughs> Anything that involves a device, whether it be your BlackBerry, your, your ebook, yeah. all that good stuff. Mr. Rivers, you your know. thoughts. <laughs> your well, thoughts, I mean, sir. you know what? You know what, man? It, it's, I mean, the whole point of social network, in my eye, the whole per- point of social network is to, I mean, you, you get to know people and you, you might like a picture and you might mm-hmm. dislike a picture or, you know what I mean? But when you, when you find yourself hitting the like button, for one particular person, too many times is an issue. Everybody no wants to feel like you know. Everybody wants to feel like oh, I still got it, and I you know, and this and the third. And sometimes you might no, huh. that's funny. You well, might say something stop. out of no. you might say yeah, something no. out of context. You but you gotta it. understand that I mean, either you're looking at something that you you can't have, or you looking at or you trying to be what you're not. And you you have to you have to be you have to be honest with yourself and, and say you know what 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 kind of situation am I in why am I liking these pictures or why am I liking this particular person or why why what am I what what's my disconnect at home that I have to do this right 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 and you, you, well, and you got to examine that because I mean it, I mean the the first part of cheating is emotional. Right, it's emotional. Don't let anybody tell you it's not. It's, it's emotional. Well, Men, women, yeah, it can be sometimes physical too. Let, yeah, let, let me throw something in there. But, 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 yeah, but, yeah, but hold yeah, on, yeah, Mike, Mike, you, yeah, Mike, Mike, you know, I, and I, I get you with the whole physical thing. Now, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. as as me as a man, and, and, and from what I hear from you, you're just not willy nilly going out to give it physical. It's got to be some emotional something. Yeah, well, no, again, let me let me clarify that. First, no matter what we say or what we do, when you meet somebody, right. the first thing that you see is physical. There's no way around that. Right. You don't automatically know how this person feels, what they're going to say, what they're going to sound like. So the physical is the first part. And everybody has a little in the want about something they like about somebody. It could be just the way a woman's hips move when she walks. It could just be the fact right. that she makes eye contact, the shape of her eyes, any little thing. But the physical is the first part. The emotional and the mental part come into it later after you get a chance to talk to this person or know this person, but you can't tell me that you're not walking down the street and you see a gorgeous woman or you see a woman that is appealing to you and that doesn't trigger something in your mind. Not saying that you have to involve yourself, not saying you have to involve yourself or that it has to be uh, uh, an obsession about it or a fantasy about it, but there is something there that says, wow, she's gorgeous. Agreed. That's all you're saying. Keep it moving. but at that, but at that same time, if you walk down the street and you see this beautiful person, however uh-huh. you're attracted, to, and you stop her because you said this, you stop her and you have a conversation with her, and she opens her mouth and she is a space cadet, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Done. yeah. definitely done. So definitely done. That's why, but, but right. you can't say that the, the emotional part that, 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 that you see porn or you see a, a naked woman and there's, there's some. 
emotional okay. something going on there. Okay. Yeah, okay. Agreed. So I got, yeah, I mean, it's twofold. How about that? Okay. <laughs> you know what? Like I got a caller, guys. I got a caller here. I got a caller here. I, I I think we lost Maisha. I think she brought me back, but I got a caller here. Five nine two five. Five nine two five. You're live again. Yo. Five nine two five. Yo. Javi. Yes. Nah, I I got disconnected. It's Rob. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I All don't right. know what happened. But okay. Okay. No problem. No problem. At the end of the day, my thing is this: is about choices. Communication right. needs to be established, and I'm saying if you got any kind of history with you, your lady, whoever it is, you know what I'm saying. The bottom line is this: you have to have some type of dialogue. You're going to have to try to do different things. Right. Honestly. Right. Right. You know, you know what? I'm gonna I'm 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 say it like this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, between Mike and DS and, and, of course, you, Rob, you guys are bringing some interesting points. But, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, um, like uh, I think I think Chris Rock in one of his stand-ups said it best. He mm-hmm. said that, you know, women have been, have, been, uh, have been offered, you know, sex from the age of probably seven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> seven and eight. And so by the time they hit 18, 19, 20, they can handle offers and they can refuse them. Men, yeah. on the other hand, don't get offers all the time. So what happens with yeah. them is it becomes a, a, a novelty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And especially if you are starting to get up in age, and like you said, DS, you figure, hey, oh, 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 you know, I still got it. I still got it. I'm I'm now over 40. I'm now over this or whatever, and I still got it. You know, they, the shorties are still hollering. You know, that does set something off in the psyche of a man just because of how we have, just just because of who we are as far as our makeup. You know, we're not offered it all the time unless it's from the the, the chick that we're with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, true, so true, true. you know, but we have to make the difference the, the difference between, you know, some some common flattery and keeping it that way to acting upon whatever's being said to you. You know what I'm saying? So but uh I, I understand you know, all the points on that, you know, as far as, you know, pictures and texting and sexting and internet, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Miss, could you repeat what you just said? You made a comment, but repeat that because I'm not part of it. Uh, which part? She just made, a like, a one-sentence comment behind what you were saying, and it came kind of garbled. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> I, didn't forget, I forget which part. But uh, basically what I'm saying is this, guys. Um, it's only how you deal with it as far as, you know, the the, the texting and the sexting or whatever that goes on out here, people sending you this, that, and the other. You know, everything's in perspective, you know. Um, it doesn't happen to guys like it happens to females every other day, you know. Um, every Not every other day, every minute of, of the day just about uh, versus where it happens to men on a whole other scale, you know, and, it's, and the scale is not often... Even, um, I want to actually give a shout out to Sheila and her husband. They were actually listening tonight, and they have they have hit me up on the chat, and they are enjoying the show. And uh, okay. you know they they they're uh, you know they they actually she's commenting now. Um, okay, okay, what she got? And uh, she's saying to me, hold on. 
She's probably yeah, saying I'm she's asking, that, she's yeah. asking us now <laughs> what causes a man to emotionally disconnect but still want sex from his spouse. And she's wondering oh. if this is a burden of marriage. So she's asking, again, I'm going to repeat it, Sheila and her husband okay. are both listening, and they're both enjoying the show. And she's asking me right now, what causes a man to emotionally disconnect, I guess from the relationship or whatever, but he still wants sex from his spouse, and she wants to know if this is a burden of marriage. And, Rob, I'm going to start it with you. Okay. What do you think about I, that statement? Think, ooh, it, it's kind of ill, but I think it's, it's about history and commitment. The bottom line is, okay, he goes in 15 years deep, with five kids, so quite naturally, he she's going to be his ride or die, and unfortunately, it sounds like he wants some type of variety but that she's not providing at home. I don't know what the circumstance is. I'm just going off of what it sounds like. So, with that okay. being said, it seems that he's looking at trying to do different things. She may be down. He may not be down. It depends on the circumstances. But with that being said, again, like I said earlier, they she she needs to have a conversation with her husband and say, "Hey, look, it's not that I'm not enjoying this. I need some more romance and some more, you know, intimacy to make things go down." Bottom line. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, she's mentioned to me that even some 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 meaningful conversation she'd like to have, it doesn't necessarily have to even be sexual. She says she's missing that part of their of the relationship and uh, and their marriage. And she says she can't get any sleep. She's saying. So this is starting to get. I mean, you know, a lot of things happen to a person once you have a uh, a. A uh, domino effect of events. She she's saying that she doesn't get any sleep. If you can't get any sleep and you're not getting rest, you can't function. If you can't function, your body starts to break down. If your body starts to break down. You become ill. You become ill. You know, and yada yada, and on and on and on. So this can be a a a hazard to her health wise in the long run. So this is something that although you know we we can we can joke around. And everything, but this woman is going through some real stuff, and it could have adverse effects long term. And the fact that she's dealt with it for as long as she has is 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 is, 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 a, is a wonder. But at this point, because she's reaching out, you have to see that she's probably at her point where she's at a breaking point. And uh, I hope that the sister uh, can can get through it, and I hope that the brother can can get some help, or they can both get some help, or whatever the case may be, if they are to, to remain together, you know. That's a whole other story. But, uh, again, like I said, she's definitely listening, her and her husband are listening. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, brother, if you're listening, you can't spend the night up in there all the time. You know, I'm going to tell you straight up, you know, you got to give her a break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't spend the night up in that. And I ain't trying to be funny or disrespectful. No, but, bro, you know, we all human beings, you know, so uh, you might have to get that a break sometime, man. You know, um, but get, get some assistance. Get some professional assistance. You know, we're having a conversation, but what you need, what you guys both need, is, is possibly some some therapy, you know, yeah. uh, of some kind. Yeah. And because there's a deeper, there's a deeper thing going on here. It's not just that, 
on the surface. Um, again, everything is relative, and I always say this, man. No matter what we're talking about, everything is relative. So there is something going on that is causing uh, uh, that, you know, that to happen, you know. So, and again, you know, and she mentions emotional neglect and stuff like that. So there, there's issues there, and I hope they, I hope you guys can can find some recourse and get that and get that taken care of. Um, no doubt. You know, it, this has been a uh, very interesting conversation so far here, I and mean, we got some more time here. Uh, Rob, BS, uh, any other? I, I brought out some issues here, relationship-wise. Any other things that you guys would like to tackle this evening? Um, I, uh, can I can I inject something there? You made a statement just now. You made a statement just now about what would cause a man to disconnect. I think that's the very same thing that would cause a woman to disconnect from a different perspective, that as men, we expect that when we meet somebody and we're willing to go all out for them, that we're expecting them to give us the same support. And what happens a lot of times, men don't realize the scope of burdens that women have and vice versa, that men deal with a different kind of pressure in the environment that women do, that they may not see it or feel it. And women in a household are dealing with something 16 hours. You're up 16 hours a day, basically, because you have to take care of the household, you have to take care of the children, and if the husband or father is not involved in doing that, that leaves that on her. Where his job is walk out the door, he's gone for eight hours, he has a, a group of people he has to deal with for a few hours, maybe two or three people, and maybe one or two different personalities. But you're talking about children with developing personalities. It's like having a house full of people, a room full of people, 30 people, because they can switch personalities in a minute on you. Okay, so there's a whole lot of different things involved in that. But as far as from the male perspective, a disconnect is not feeling that he's doing a good enough job, and if at any point he's either being criticized about what he's doing, and I say criticized in a negative manner, or that the uh, the, the input or the output is, is not compatible or, or explained or hashed out, that I mentioned this to somebody that I know. When you walk into the door with your significant other, if you've been around them long enough, whether this is your wife, your girlfriend, even your family members, mother, father, brother, sister, cousins, niece, nephews, children, they read you because they used to seeing you every day. So if you come in the door with something on you, they know it's there. And if you tell them, oh, it's nothing, they don't feel you're sharing. Now they're feeling if you don't share that with them, what else are you hiding? And it's just the psychological part of it. What else are you hiding? What else are you not telling me? Or if you come in the door and you have a bad day and instead of your spouse asking you a question about how you're doing and let you get that pressure off of what's bothering you, they go in with what you haven't done or what you need to do. Most men are not going to go with that because they feel they're being ordered around. You see? We as children are raised by our mother primarily, so we get the signals, the triggers, and the responses from our mother. And if you have any kind of difficulty in your own personal interfamily relationships, it's going to spill over into your household, which is why I recommend that any young person who gets out of their house, get out of your house and stay out for at least a year so you can feel and find yourself. Then you go into time, time to find somebody who you can be compatible with and go through those stages. If you're coming out of a structured environment or a situation that you're used to being in, you just can't flip off a switch and change up from what you're doing to something that you're not used to doing because you've met someone who's on a totally different track than you are. It's going to be conflicts. And if you're not in a stage of mind where you can say, you know what, I'm here with you, and I know I have some changes with my family and my parents, but I am not living with my parents. I'm living with my wife, my mate, my significant other. You have to adjust. Some people aren't used to adjusting because once you get beyond a certain age, it's very hard to change. What's that? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. 
But what I'm right. there is you have to retrain yourself. Like I said, I've been in and out of relationships, I have to say, easily in the last 15 years with different people, and the key thing that they can't get to is how can you just not care about that? This is not that I don't care, but I have realized that you are who you are, and you have to show me who you are and where we're compatible. I'm showing you me 100% all the time. You may not like some things I say, but I feel that something needs to be said. You may not like to hear it from me because you feel it's an attack. Always be aware this is never a personal attack on people I care about. Okay, if I say something, I'm saying it because it is affecting us. And if you can't accept that what I'm saying to you is, cri- is criticism in a constructive and a growing manner, then you have to go back and search yourself to find out what difficulties that you have with this particular incident we're dealing with. It can't be me fixing something because I can't make you be somebody who you aren't. You have to show me who you are and you have to let go and open up. A lot of people go into relationships with baggage, like reading on another site I was on. A woman is married 10 years. She gets out of a relationship. Six months later, she's in a relationship with another guy. She's talking about marriage already. And then she's still upset about the things that happens in her marriage that's going to affect it. We have to get clear right. of that stuff first, and that's the thing we don't take time to do. If it yeah, takes you can't five bring years to get involved in a relationship, five years to get involved in a relationship to that depth, do you think that you're going to get out of it that easily? It's like walking down a road. You're walking down a road into a rut. You first have to walk back that same distance in order to get to a stage high enough to climb out of that rut before you can change your direction. So if you spend five years getting into this rut, it's going to take you at least four and a half years to get back to a point where you can get out of that rut. And people don't look at that. You've got people saying, oh, if somebody really loves you, they'll help you unpack your baggage. No, if you really love somebody, you wouldn't be bringing any baggage with you. Yeah, you are telling this you person to take on your burdens as well as their own and help you fix what's in your life when only you can do that. The, the key to the whole thing, getting involved in yourself and finding out, you know what, I grew up with family, I grew up around friends, and I paid close attention. I actually grew up, I have to say, in four different households because I was in my parents' house all the way until middle school. I went and I stayed with my aunt for six months in middle school. My parents moved out there. I was back in my family's house. I left my parents' house to go to Manhattan to go to school because I had an aunt who lived in Manhattan. So I got three different relationships settings in order to govern how I'm functioning, and I took what was best out of all of them. I don't say that my father was absolutely right in everything he did. I love him because he's my father. He was there, and he did teach me some things, and there's some things that he taught me that I didn't need to learn or didn't want to learn, but that was what I was exposed to. So I had to make the adjustment in myself by saying, you know what, I know when I was growing up, I got the piss beat out of me for some things that my siblings did. I made up my mind I would never make my children responsible for the other's actions, Right. They learn from me, right. not from each other. They are responsible to me, and in some cases they may be responsible to each other, but not for each other. Simple You're circumstance. Right. You're going on a cruise with your grandparents. If your brother tells you stop doing something, I need for you to stop because you may see something that you don't. I'm not telling you to take orders from him, and you know the difference. But if he's telling you, when you look at his face, you'll know if he's telling you to do something because he can or he's telling you because he feels that you are in danger. Pay attention and listen. No, okay. Right, right, right. I didn't right, get that right. growing up. You see, these are the things we need to do in order to change the dynamics of what we're dealing with and bringing the baggage and expecting somebody to say, oh, well, take me as I am. There's a difference between being outspoken and arrogant. There's a difference between being bossy and constructively criticizing. There's a difference between domineering and leading. There's a difference between being right. a boss and being an overseer. 
We have to get those go. things and clear those things out, and then we'll start to make progress forward. Again, walk that rut back up to the surface level. Climb out of that rut and go in a different direction and pay attention to what you saw on the way where you're working your way down that rut so you don't repeat it. That's how we got to change go. things. Those there people who have positive go, relationships, brother. I love them. I commend them because it takes work, and I know it takes work because i tried many, many times to make a relationship work and discover it. You can't make it work. It has to work or it's not. You can't fix something that's broken, and you can't repair something that's too far beyond damage. There are some people who are designed to be alone. You can't come in and save them or rescue them or change them. People meet people and say, oh, well, this is what I expect from you. You should ask them, what are you offering me? and then decide if that's what you want in your life or not, rather than make demands on what you want from someone, because most people will give you what you want until they get what they want, and then they step away. There's where the disconnect comes in. Yeah, right. I'm going to go about to start running out of time, again. Mike. I hate to cut you off, brother. We're about to start running out of time, so I want to wind this down with a little, some, some more thoughts here from my other co-hosts before we, before we, before we uh, wrap this up for the evening. Um, again, we got in-depth. Um, on some things here, dealing with relationships and stuff like that. Um, just briefly, gentlemen, um, I want to just throw something out there. Uh, you know, we talked about different things. You know, um, at the end of the day, I, I want to say that relationships, what makes them tick, communication is, is something that definitely makes uh, relationships tick. Um and, and and they can either work or not work due to a lack of or not enough of communication. Um, you know, I wanted to jump into what will ultimately destroy a relationship. Um, we had an example of that uh, with this example that I brought with my friend Sheila. Uh, that relationship could be doomed if the issues are not addressed in a constructive and empathetic uh, fashion. Uh, these are real people. These are real feelings. And uh, again, you know, you know, when you first brought it up, you mentioned that you know, some people would say that she doesn't, she didn't have an issue. You know, a lot of women were like, well, I love, wish my man would be jumping all over me. But you know, at the same time, be careful what you wish for because here we have a situation where this this sister is saying that, you know what, it ain't it ain't all that you think it is. You know, so um, again, communication. Um, what do you think, uh, DS, and I'm going to come back to to Rob, DS, what do you yeah. think will ultimately doom a relationship and end it, and what will, will definitely help a relationship, in your opinion, besides the obvious communication thing? Uh, what, what what will doom a relationship is, I mean, like you said, besides the obvious communication, it's it's not paying attention to that communication. If, if if something's right. bothering somebody and it's brought to my attention that it's an issue, it's my job now to address that issue and and not so much change my person, but be, be, be cognizant to the fact that what I'm doing or what I'm not doing is upsetting the other half. So it's it's kind of like, you know, you're not being told what to do, but at the same time, you're not you're not meeting your 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 spouse, your mate at the halfway point, and and that will definitely cause a disconnect, definitely dissolve uh, a situation. 
Okay. Rob? Hey, my thing is, at the end of the day, again, we talked about the communications factor. If I don't know, and I'm talking about me as an individual, I don't know what the problem is. I I don't know how I can come up with a solution to solve it. So, if everything is communicated, meaning that this is the problem, this is how I feel, and and I want to give you my opinion on it from the significant other, then I have a way to correct the measure that I may be doing wrong, or I have a way to combat what's going on. So the bottom line is this. You know, unfortunately, like anything else, people use the silent treatment as a good thing. And we all know this in relationships. People get to a point where they're pissed off to the highest point of pissivity, and they want to say anything. I, I just have to keep it real because this is what we talk about, real talk. You know what I'm saying? Right. So at the end of the day, people remain silent to the lambs, and they don't want to say anything, and they, and they keep it to themselves. And it's unfortunate because if you don't communicate to that person that you love and this person that your best friend that that's ride or die with you or whatever the circumstances may be, if you don't put it out there and say, yo, this is the way that I feel, measure is not going to be corrected without some type of dialogue and some type of communication to say, hey, look, let's have a conversation. And what I mean by conversation for all parties involved is, Talking with instead of talking at, and a lot right. of people talk at each other. And I've been there; I've been guilty of that myself. Right. Then I had to, you know, I had to like pretty much fall back and say, "Hey, look, I don't want to have to deal with the situation myself. So let me give my my life partner, my my confidant, my best friend, all of that, the floor, if you will. You know what I'm saying? To say, "Hey, look." It's how I feel and put it all out there with me being quiet and just listening instead of hearing. It's a, it's a difference. When you listen to somebody, you understand the concept and, and all the verbiage and everything that is involved with that versus, you know, hearing somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what you know got? what? I, uh, I, again, you know, I, of course, I again, you know, communication utmost of importance. Um, you know, you, you got to be friends as well as lovers, as well as partners. Um, that that will help the relationship. And, and not being, you know, if you can't say certain things to your spouse or your, or your girl or whatever and, and trust with certain key, inform, you know, some of your darkest whatever's, you know, secrets or, or whatever you want to call them, um, then, you know, you, you might not have as strong relationship as you think you have. You know, if, if the littlest thing is going to set your mate off, if you talk to them about or they, or they can't really talk to you about certain topics, then that's something to look at because long-term it's going to come back. It's going to come back down the line. It may not come back the first six months. It may not come back the first year you're together. But, you know, if you start getting in, you know, putting in time, you know, Two, three, four, five years down the line, it's gonna come back. You'd be like, you know what? That's right. I couldn't talk to that person about this. They couldn't handle that topic. Or they couldn't handle that particular conversation. And that's something to think about. Again, you know, my my parents always told me 
be careful who you call yourself getting with for the rest of your life. Um, and, 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 and they said it for many reasons, not just for one particular thing, but you really got to watch it because, you know, they may not be the person that you think they are. I know earlier Mike had said something about, you know, sometimes you don't know who a person is. And I had a friend that used to say that the first six to nine months with a person, you meet their representative. After that, <laughs> you meet the person who you really, really dealing with. And I always I always laughed at that because that's the truth. You wow. do meet the, the representative is, is, is there. You know what I'm saying? Their, their, their spokesperson is there or their publicist, if you will, for the first six to nine months of relationship. After that, you meet the real person. You know, so you gotta be ready, ready for that. Um, I, I this, this is something that came up in a conversation on a, in a on a forum, and it was the whole thing of, uh, and this is probably old school, but the whole thing of um, shacking up. Which back in the days when we were kids, that was the thing, that was the taboo. Should you shack up with a person? Okay. Which for you youngsters listening, that means should you live with a person before you get married? <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta go there, you know, for our younger listeners. Yeah, yeah, you but, right, you right, brother. You right. You know, but if if you live with a person, is is that still something that a, a couple should do maybe for a little while before they actually do decide to tie or not? Of course, according now, now listen, yeah. and I'm not trying to. Of course, it, when it comes to houses of worship, whether you're Christian, Jewish, or Muslim, shacking up is frowned upon, but the realistic. The realistic uh, world we live in right now, you know, says otherwise. Do you spend a little bit of time with the person live with them before you get married? I think that's still something that's valid. I would say hell yeah. Yeah, you know, because and I you, agree. Might something, you might meet somebody that pees all over the damn toilet seat. You want to marry them? You know what I'm saying? Yo, <laughs> you know what I'm Mr. saying? Morgan, you may meet somebody that pees all, all over the toilet seat. This at one point in time, it was made to be that children were not allowed to be alone together. They had chaperones, right. dances, right. parties for going to the movies and things like that. I still do right. that with my daughter right now. She meets a young right. man and she wants to go to the right. movies or something. Right. I'll take them but to the movies, right. drop them off at the movies, go see a different movie, go outside, go to, to, to the Hooters, have myself some wings and some beer or something, and come back and pick them up. Yeah. They're in a controlled when environment they, which allows them to spend time together but not actually be in each other's presence for that degree of time. First, the kids right. are out there now talking about 16 and 17 years old. They're in love. They have no clue. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, yeah. that's we, part we, of the problem we, with that. We're talking the about... Fact is, well, we, even yeah, with adults not, now, right. you have to put yourself in an environment where you can have exposure to them without having that isolation because in isolation there's no one else around to see. People are going to act differently in different circumstances. You think right. a young man... Right who is going to mistreat his wife, is going to do so in the presence of other adults. No, he's going to be taking the task with that. And you have to see if that's a consistent thing to see if what he does when he's with you alone, what he does when he's around other people. I don't condone shacking up either. I mean, unless you're talking about somebody who's 40, 50, 60 years old who's just looking for a partner for the rest of their lives or something, different story. There's a little bit more going on about that. I I definitely don't mean kids, but, I mean, you know what? I, I think people in their 20s and stuff like that, you know what? Again, we you know, we we were raised up, Mike, in 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 in, in, the, in the world where uh, that was frowned upon. You know, but yeah, I, I kind of understand it. I kind of understand it um, to an extent because sometimes you just don't know what you're getting. 
And uh-huh. a lot of times it turns into a horror story down the line. You know, it, 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 it's one of those catch-22s, you know. It's one of those catch-22s. And we're going to do a show in the future about, you know, relationships and religious beliefs. And we're going to dig into a whole bunch of stuff exactly. there. Yeah. And we're going to touch on, we're going to touch everything from, you know, marriage and, and courtship to even the whole new thing of, 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 of you know, and, not, and it's not new, we're going to touch on same-sex uh, relationships and, and involved in places of worship and stuff okay. like that, too, which is going to be a fire show. Oh, oh, yeah. You know that's going to be off the chain. Oh, yeah. But yeah, um, we, we're going to dig into some stuff there. But just going back briefly, and we got three minutes, because so I'm going to tie this up, and I'm going I'm to I'm close this out, guys, um, is okay. that um, I had some people say, well, you know what, what if, you know, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to be I don't want to be uh, crude. What if the sex mm-hmm. ain't good, you know? And then you marry this person, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? We can all argue that. Well, it, it could get better with time, or it might not get better with time. You know? I, I listen. I've been in situations where it never got better with time. So I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is, you know. No so um, you know, but well, that that's. That's another reason why people say, you know what, you should probably see where it's going to go before you actually tie the knot. And like I said, there's pros and cons on both sides of that, you know. But my thing is that you don't want to meet somebody who's or be with a person who's horrible at bills, right? Yeah. Um, that that's a real issue. Let's leave sex out of it for a mission for a second. Okay. That they can't mm-hmm. seem to pay bills on they'll they'll ruin your credit, all types of crap like that. You don't want to yeah, yeah. marry this person and then find out. That you know, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't get a I'm car. We can't get a car. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because don't, don't your credit is, is, is horrible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and you know, I mean, yeah. and not to say there's not potential to fix anything, because there's always potential to fix that, but at least have the opportunity to say, is this something I want to deal with before I get married? Um, yeah. but real Isn't quick, that what the engagement part of this is supposed to be about? Mm-hmm. Well, real isn't that quick, what the engagement wonder, part is supposed to be about. That's true, but you know what? They don't have any. They don't even have traditional engagements anymore. But gentlemen, before <laughs> yeah. I tie, before well I tie this up, I want to go around the room real quick, off topic, and, I, and then I mean okay. real quick, ten seconds. Okay. Does the United States should we get involved in Syria? Yes or no? No, no. I don't agree with that. Straight up. Okay. Darren. No, we have things to handle at home that we're not handling. We need to stay at home. Okay, we, got got out. we go to somebody else's house. Yeah. Okay, we got Mike already. We got Rob already. Rob? Oh, no, I, I, I said no, straight up. Okay, yeah, Darren, what are you saying? Yes. I say we stay the, I say we, we stay the hell out of Syria. Absolutely. Okay, and you know what? I'm going to say the same thing because you know what? We're at a point where we almost can't pay the troops right now, and the, the troops that are yeah. in right now. So yeah. with that... Gentlemen and all our listeners, we thank you for listening to the relationships part two, the ups and downs and in betweens. We'll be back next month with more relationships, the ups and downs and in betweens again. And we're going to dig deeper into some other types of relationships relationships with your friends, relationships with coworkers. Relationships is more than just men and women uh, in, in a in a uh, in a relationship as far as man and wife is concerned. It also involves dealing with people. So we're going to get involved in that later on as well. Um, but uh, we want to thank everybody for for joining us tonight, and be sure to check out my my friends and our and our sister show, Real Talk, Real Sports in the Paint, with my man, brother, Big Brother R. 
They're they're in session right now, so check them out if you can. They'll be on till 11 o'clock tonight. And I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, Real Talk all the time on Real Talk Radio 17. Thank you and good night. Blessings. Good night. No doubt. Good night. Good night. Good night.